0: You're listening to Homeowners Seeking Foreclosure Assistance Face Delays and Confusion in Many States by Mayor Rindy. Homeowners at threat of losing their homes to foreclosure have a potential lifeline in the Federal Homeowner Assistance Fund, or HALF, a nearly $10 billion program created as part of the American Rescue Plan last year. The U.S. Treasury allocated HALF money to every state, in amounts ranging from $50 million each for less populous states, like Alaska and Delaware, to $676 million for Florida and a little over a billion dollars for California. U.S. territories and tribes also received funding. States were required to come up with eligibility rules and outreach plans, and set up bureaucracies to process applications and make payments. While disbursement rates vary considerably from state to state, Hundreds of millions of dollars of relief have gone out to tens of thousands of homeowners. California's data dashboard, for example, says its program has approved $201 million to pay off mortgage arrears or overdue property taxes for 6,754 households. California is an example of a state that has taken care to adjust its guidelines over the past year to better accommodate applicants' needs, and to communicate those changes to the public, said Stacy Tutt, Homeowner Assistance Fund Coordinator and Senior Staff Attorney at the National Housing Law Project. Among other changes, California expanded its program to help people facing tax defaults.
1: They're sharing out that information to the community-based organizations as well to help with that on-the-ground outreach and education of homeowners to help them then qualify for the program. And I know that California is carefully monitoring that and considering you know, further program developments there to continue evolving and meeting the needs of homeowners.
0: However, in other places, funds are just dribbling out or the total payment amounts are unclear. Only half the states have online dashboards, and Treasury has not yet released disbursement or recipient demographic data. The complexity of rapidly setting up large new aid programs seems to have overwhelmed some states, resulting in poor communication, inconsistent application of rules, months-long delays, high denial rates, and difficulties managing applicants with complex financial situations, according to Tut and others
2: there are states that are getting the money out. It's running smoothly. We're hearing good things that are happening. And so it isn't all bad news, but it's definitely concerning in states that are really creating a lot of challenges for homeowners to get approved.
0: Excruciatingly slow process. One of those concerning states is Florida. It's Department of Economic Opportunity or DEO claims to be sending out money faster than any other state, with nearly 20,000 grants worth $435 million funded so far. It says it has received more applications than it can fund and stopped accepting new ones in August. Yet it is not clear how much money is actually reaching homeowners or their mortgage companies. Lynn Drysdale, an attorney with Jacksonville Area Legal Aid, Inc., says her organization has helped dozens of people apply and she's in touch with housing counselors and attorneys around the state. Yet as of mid-October, she had only heard of five homeowners who had confirmed that their mortgage arrears or taxes had been paid off.
1: That may be true, that they have a lot of applications, because a lot of us have been working really hard to make sure that there were a lot of applications. But the money that they say that has been distributed, I don't think is accurate. I think it's way overstated.
0: One issue is that Florida is not using a standard data format to communicate electronically with mortgage companies about how much homeowners owe. Instead, the DEO requires borrowers themselves to provide that information. Drysdale says the application processing is excruciatingly slow, and by the time an application is finally approved, the unpaid debt may have increased beyond the amount declared by the homeowner. A mortgage servicer offered an outdated payment amount that's smaller than needed may decline the funds, and homeowners are often in the dark about that decision for a significant amount of time as their risk of foreclosure continues to mount.
1: If the DEO doesn't communicate effectively with the servicer to make sure that number's right, then the DEO is going to cut a check for an amount that's not going to work.
0: Drysdale says the lack of communication can be disastrous for homeowners with a reverse mortgage a popular way for older people to turn their home's value into cash. While they don't make mortgage payments, they do owe property taxes, and if they fall behind, they can face foreclosure. A servicer will set a date by which a homeowner must pay the full, correct amount of overdue taxes, but the DEO does not have a way to ensure that the aid amount is accurate when the aid check finally goes out.
1: If it's going to take the DEO eight months to send out a check, that number is going to be a little bit old.
0: Struggling Florida homeowners have also faced other challenges. On a Monday in August, the DEO notified applicants they had to submit all their financial papers by Friday or they would be denied funding. Attorneys and housing counselors scrambled to obtain documents from employers, government agencies, and servicers, which were sometimes slow to respond, according to Drysdale. Applicants must use email, which is virtually impossible for many older people. Staff at the DEO's call center are sometimes extremely helpful, according to Drysdale, and at other times not helpful at all. In addition, Florida does not automatically pause foreclosure proceedings when homeowners apply for assistance, unlike Massachusetts, Vermont, and some other states.
1: It's going to be up to your judge. It's going to be up to what the servicer attorney is willing to do. So yeah, people are losing their homes during the delay.
0: Drysdale said her perspective on the Homeowner Assistance Fund program has changed since it was first announced.
1: We were extremely excited to hear about the program. The way that Treasury designed it, it's a godsend for so many people, and it's working so incredibly well for so many people. I just haven't seen that here.
0: Poor communication takes a toll. HALF seems to be working somewhat better in Illinois, although even there has had growing pains, according to attorney Tiffany Harvey. She's project coordinator of the Legal Help for Homeowners program at Prairie State Legal Services, Inc. in Waukegan. Unlike Florida's DEO, which had no prior experience administering homeowner assistance, the Illinois Housing Development Authority, or IDA, had already run two mortgage aid programs before creating its ILHAF program. IDA has been supportive of advocacy efforts providing funding for Prairie State to pay staff and hire two additional people, Harvey says. At the urging of advocates, a few months ago Ida created a simple reconsideration process for applicants who thought they had been wrongly denied assistance, Harvey says. Reconsideration requests have since become an important part of her organization's work. IDA also reopened the program for applications on November 1st after it had closed its initial 45-day application period in May. Yet despite its willingness to adapt to homeowners' needs, the agency has been dispersing funds at a snail's pace. Treasury allotted Illinois $387 million, but as of late September, IDA had only approved $20.5 million in grants, according to its dashboard. Of 14,465 applications received, it approved 1,840 and denied 6,948, or almost half of them. Another 3,721 were sent to servicers and were presumably headed for approval, while the remaining 1,956 needed more information or were still under review. As in Florida, the slow pace of approvals has caused major headaches. One issue is a rule restricting eligibility to people who owe $30,000 or less. Prairie State encouraged homeowners to apply if they owed less than that amount, but over time their past due amounts climbed past $30,000, and some may have been denied or left in processing limbo. IDA eventually came up with a way for people to combine an ill half grant with their own funds to pay off their overdue mortgages, but the agency could have communicated better in the interval.
2: We weren't sure for several months what would happen with these homeowners. And so certainly we encouraged the homeowners that we deal with to save the mortgage payment so that they could come up with that difference. But you know, if people didn't know to do that, that was sort of another situation that was kind of unclear until now. Harvey
0: noted a number of other problems. There's no automatic foreclosure pause during application processing other than a 60-day stay for federally backed mortgages. Some borrowers are ineligible for aid because, while they're behind on their second mortgages, they are current with their first mortgages. In the Waukegan area, some can't get assistance paying off overdue property taxes because their county has already sold off the right to collect the taxes to a tax lien buyer. Still another vexing issue is loan modifications. Ida's messaging has been unclear, but the agency apparently requires homeowners to seek a loan modification from their bank before applying for assistance. If a borrower is eligible for a modification, such as refinancing over a longer term, they can't receive half-aid. Yet with mortgage rates soaring in recent months, the new loan payment is often too high for the cash-strapped homeowner, leaving them stranded without any good options.
2: I have one client who was offered a modification that would have raised his payments by about $200 a month, and that wasn't affordable. His income is still decreased compared to what it was before the pandemic. So for that person, L half was a better option, and he was denied L half though on the basis that his servicer had offered him other options. We're pushing back on that right now, and we're in discussions with IDA. They have recently acknowledged that their communication on that issue wasn't very clear. So we'll we'll see where that goes.
0: Harvey says she expects the pace of approvals will pick up as servicers act on information provided by Ida, and the agency works its way through reconsideration requests, homeowners who have gone over the $30,000 cap, and other stalled applications. Given that Illinois has only paid out about 5% of the half funds committed by the U.S. Treasury, it's too early to say whether the state's program is successfully stanching a potential surge of people losing their homes.
2: Because of the delay and sort of the evolving communication, we, we haven't seen as much impact as we thought we would. I think they are moving through them more quickly now, so we'll see what happens in the next um, few months.
0: Thanks for listening. For more stories like this one, visit shelterforce.org.